Sharman and Howard Middleton. Yeah. Okay, we'll start with a song. It's Bernie Clifton's podcast. I'm glad it's come along. We've lots and lots to talk about. We're all starting with a song. So welcome to me podcast. So glad you made it here. You look a happy audience. So give yourselves a cheer. Listening to the show, I'll explain the situation. It'll only take a moment. We're in the showroom cinema, and Sheffield is the place. And if folk round here don't like you, they'll tell you to shut the face. <laughs> I tried to get the best of guests and rang up quite a few, but none of them could be bothered, so I'm stuck here with these two. <laughs> Kelly does keep fit and dance, including jive and zumba. And when you see her twerking, you'll be asking for a number. <laughs> now, Howard makes up special food. He knows a thing or two. But when you've had his curry, you'll be heading for the hospital. <laughs> he only uses genuine food and leaves the rest to fate. He won't stand for second best. When he starts to bake. <laughs> now with Kellyanne and Howard, what could possibly go wrong? Kelly's got her leotard and Howard's got his thong. <laughs> so settle down, it's time to start. If you're ready, then we'll go. So let's see your applause and we'll start me podcast show. Welcome to another uh, in the series of uh, Bernie Clifton's podcast with my panel, Howard Middleton and Kellyanne Sharman. Uh, Kelly, Kelly, it's lovely to see you. Now, it says here that Kellyanne Sharman is a fitness instructor and a busty mum. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. A busy mum. <laughs> I'll be asking Kelly about leisure wear and gender equality, because watching football on TV, I see these Premier League footballers take off the shirts, and they all seem to be wearing black bras. Have you seen them? <laughs> <laughs> well, if no one's seen them, there's no point in continuing. <laughs> and apparently, it's like it's like GPS. They have GPS to tell the uh, training staff how many kilometres they've run in the course of the afternoon. I certainly know how to slow a program down, don't I? <laughs> anyway, I saw these black bra and it just made me feel more relaxed about my stockings and suspenders. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so what what about what uh, Lycra is is very much in the world of uh, fitness instruction, isn't it? Yes. What did you do before Lycra? I mean, I can't imagine before Lycra, the stretch fabric was invented. Yeah, gosh, I weren't here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, how do you feel about the way that now a lot of rugby players, rugby union and rugby league players, they wear this, they wear the Lycra, like thigh uh, shorts, under the shorts, don't they? You've seen them? Mm -hmm. And I just wondered whether what would happen if you were wearing these and you bent down into the scrum 
and the lycra gave way, would it end up with a dropout under the sticks? <laughs> I stayed up all night working that one out. Okay. So Kelly, tell us what you're up to. Oh gosh, I'm up to all sorts. So I've uh, gone back to work full time. Um, full time, I'm back working for the charity that I work for. Um, I'm still working um, on um, the radio show on a Monday night. And I am just currently um, working on a new 10K event next year for uh, testicular cancer. Wow. So, because one of the lads that comes to my classes, we just found out that um, I thought I was hurting him in the class with his stomach exercises, mm -hmm. but he kept on saying, I've got really bad stomach ache. So he got took to the hospital, <clears throat> uh, took to the doctor, sorry, found out that he'd got a hernia, then found that he'd, that he'd got another hernia, then they called him back a couple of days later and said, we've found a shadow on your scan. And he'd got, uh, is it first stage of cancer? No. Uh, they've removed his testicle, but he's, he came to the event with me yesterday, the planning event, and we're planning a really good carnival to cancer event next year. So, yeah, I'm working with Cavendish Care. Well, we wish you well with that, don't we, ladies and gentlemen? And now, over, ladies and gentlemen, to Howard Middleton. Howard! Howard, you are a, a celebrated uh, a, a sh chef. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it says I love here, the way somebody's laughed really loudly at that. C H U double F. It says here. Oh, chef, chef. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about your chefing activities at the moment. Our chefing activities at the moment. Um, well, I've been busy all year doing food festivals, so I, I do demos at, at various food festivals around the country. Um, sort of getting to a slightly quieter period now, but. I mean, that's fine, because it gives you a bit of a break, really, doesn't it? People are sick of seeing me in any case. So, <laughs> yeah. um, I also do a radio show with, with uh, Kellyanne. Uh, what else do I do? Oh, I'm doing... I'm, it's not a rival podcast, don't worry, Bernard. I'm doing a weekly podcast while, while Bake Off is, is on TV. Um, I do a podcast sort of reviewing what, what's happened in the week on Bake Off and talk a little bit about my time in the tent as well. Oh. But I believe that your interest in cooking started because oh, I met your mother on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she, we, she said that you were inspired as a child by Fanny Craddock. <laughs> <laughs> because she I was. Can't, do you know this? There's so many ways of answering that. And it's like... <laughs> Because, um, you know, Fanny Craddock, for older members of the audience, uh, was our very first TV chef, wasn't she? Yeah. And then along came, subsequently, of course, as you grew older, along came Nigella Lawson. And, and apparently, according to your mother, who I yeah. met on the bus, that um, you tried to copy all their favourite dishes. But, and you couldn't make up who was best. Was it Fanny or was it Nigella? And what a relief, she said. <laughs> and your mother said, what a relief on your first attempt when your donuts came out like Nigellus. <laughs> so let's, let's welcome our panel, Howard Middleton and Kellyanne. Kellyanne. <laughs> Well, it's time now, ladies and gentlemen, the moment I'm sure uh, previous... Uh
people who have listened to the um, podcast, it's now time for the balloon of desperation. The balloon <laughs> of desperation will be released over the heads of the audience here at the showroom cinema in Sheffield. On, on whoever's head the balloon of desperation lands, uh, they will then become part of the programme. So I now ask the keeper of the balloon of desperation to walk towards the front of the... And I can feel the hum... <laughs> The hum of anticipation, ladies and gentlemen, oh, as you face the audience, and your name is Ron. Just stand in the middle there, Ron. Just there. <laughs> just face the audience. Just there, where it says trapdoor. <laughs> okay. It's time now, on the count of three, to release the balloon of desperation. <laughs> It's time now, ladies and gentlemen, for me to go into the audience and discover on whose head the balloon of desperation landed. Okay, I'm now taking my out and about microphone. That's here I am now, ladies and gentlemen, exploring the depths of the audience. There's five or six hundred people here at the showroom cinema in Sheffield to find out a member of the audience on whose head is a balloon. Well, <laughs> a lady, lady up on the balcony, ladies and gentlemen. Give her a round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. Tell us your name, please. Edna June. Oh, don't say that, Mom. <laughs> no, don't say that. Edna June. Your son didn't know you were called Edna. <laughs> Called Edna, thank you. So it's June. It's June, is it? Already. It feels like November talking to you. June, uh, congratulations. Purely by chance, the fates have conspired that, that you are the recipient of the balloon of desperation, which enables you to become a part of Bernie Clifton's podcast and read out the announcement for the next segment. Well, I'm excited, so you've picked me wrong, Ron. You never told me that, I was. <laughs> <laughs> he said, pick on me mum, she won't mind. <laughs> well, can you, could you read any of the Well, I can't. <laughs> you like to struggle through it? Uh, perhaps with the help, with some help. Okay, yeah. we're going to give... This is June, ladies and gentlemen, who has changed her name since the programme started, from Edna, and will now read out the first announcement. Okay. <laughs> that was her first ad-lib, uh, which was Blinking Egg. Okay, June. Oh, can someone help me, please? I yes, of course, I'll, I'll help you. You mean in terms of reading, reading it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this could be a long process. Well, it, it feels like a long program already. <laughs> it feels like a part of my life I'll never get back. <laughs> okay, Just the first line of your announcement is your applause, please. Yeah. Your applause, please. But not yet, but not yet. <laughs> While we play a game where, yeah, where Bernie is not being, I might as well do it myself. <laughs> well, no, you don't apologise. It's the rest of us that should apologise. I mean, if, if the balloon of destiny could have landed on anyone's head, but it landed on his head, yes. <laughs> so we can't conspire against the fates. Your applause, please, while we play a game where Bernie is not being himself. The panel has to guess, and the title of the segment is... 
When I'm pretending to be someone else, the title is. Is it, oh dear, is it him or is it her? Oh, right. I've got to it now. Is it him or is it her? Is it, is it him or is it her? Give her a round of applause. That went well. Well done. Hang on to that. Well, I think you'll agree that was her. That was something else. Ladies and gentlemen, as you, as you heard just then, uh, June, our volunteer from the audience, uh, who fate had conspired to be the announcer, uh, has announced the next item, which is called, Is it him or is it her? Which is, I purport to be another person. And the panel have to guess who I am. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just fumbling with the script now. Is it him or is it her? Good luck with the edit, Peter. <laughs> yes, it's time, ladies and gentlemen, for Is It Him or Is It Her? Where I propose to be another person, the panel have to guess who I am. Here we go. First of all, um, I am an actor in my 50s, Kelly. I mean, that's not a statement, it's a question. <laughs> so the idea is, I say I'm an actor in my 50s, and you kind of think, oh, oh I wonder. It? I wonder who it is. <laughs> yeah, I wonder who it is. I think that you'll agree that was a great contribution to the next. Year. So let's ask Howard. Um, I've appeared in many films alongside Morgan Freeman, George Clooney, and Jack Nicholson. You too, Howard, are wondering who it is. Yes. Have we got to guess? Or... <laughs> I really don't care. <laughs> I was nominated for an Oscar in 2009, but lost out to Sean Penn. Ooh. Clue number 17. <laughs> I've been named People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive twice. I think Brad Pitt, yeah. Say again. Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt. You think Brad Pitt? Mm. What about you then, Kelly? I'm not sure, into 52, though. Well, in his 50s. Yeah, but that's who could be him. Mm. I think, yeah, possibly. Yeah? I have been famously married to both Jennifer Aniston... Brad Pitt. Yeah. Yes. yes. I'm not finished yet. Yeah. <laughs> Angelina Jolie and Bella Emberg. No. <laughs> I never knew that. No. Did she... Was he really married to Bella Emberg? <laughs> Well, I never knew that. <laughs> it was a closely guarded secret. <laughs> the answer, of course, give the panel a round of applause, was Brad Pitt. Thank you. <laughs> OK, person number two in the segment, Is It Him or Is It Air? I've been around for 50 years, but I haven't aged a bit. I've had multiple occupations, including no, singer, talk show host and magazine editor... I have a volatile diva personality known for using French phrases and practicing karate. Go away. Yeah, it's not that. Not <laughs> no. But that's nearer the answer than we've got. That's the closest we've got from the panel for the answer. Yeah. From Yeah. I had a hop-on, hop-off affair 
with an amphibian. Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy. Oh. <laughs> I've got ladies and gentlemen, the star of Jim Henson's Muppet Show, Miss Piggy. <laughs> I didn't think it'd go this well. No. <laughs> okay. Next, I'm a singer and a pensioner. I've travelled the world, but have never forgotten that back home the grass is greener. Oh. I've also been in many films, often play myself, but I wouldn't say that's usual. Uh, it's not unusual to be loved by anyone. Do, 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 do. Sorry. Good. It'd be great if you could sing out the answer. <laughs> Tom Jones. Tom Jones. Tom Jones. Yeah, give him a round of applause. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Jones. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to, uh, after that moment of excitement, to uh, <laughs> the Eclipse's podcast. And this is where... This is where we ask our panel to actually take part in our little playlet where we are doing our own version of Who Wants to Be a Squillionaire? And I'm now going across to our panel to give them the scripts. Oh. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the podcast now performs <laughs> Who Wants to Be a Squillionaire? Where Jeremy Clarkson is played by Howard Middleton and Kellyanne Sharman is being herself. <laughs> we begin now. Over to you, Jeremy Clarkson. What does Jeremy Clarkson sound like? I can't think. Gosh, you know what? Really it was know. just like he was in the room. Oh, was it? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a bit sort of... Um, <laughs> a bit gruff. <laughs> Hello, Kelly. <Hart. laughs> Hello, Jemima. Here is your million pound question. The Davis Cup is contested by people from which sport? Is it A, football, B, tennis, C, nudist leapfrog, or D, rugby league? Gosh, that's a tough one. I'll phone a friend. Who is your friend? It's me, Uncle Bernie. <laughs> Let's call him. Do you know, I'm, I'm in awe of that acting. Hello, Uncle Bernie. This is Jeremy. Uh, no, <laughs> this is Jamie Clarkson from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Hello, Jamie. Hello, Uncle Bernie. <laughs> Uncle Bernie. Hello. Who's that? <laughs> Who is it? It's me, Kellyanne. Hey, it's Kelly. Mother, it's Kellyanne. <laughs> Kellyanne's on four. <laughs> Kellyanne, what are you doing? 
Are you are you down there in that London place? I am. Yeah, I what am. are you doing? But we ain't got long, Uncle Ben. I need what? you to answer me a question. Hey, but Kelly, I've got to ask you. Yeah. You know that washing you left with us? Stop <laughs> anything! No, you know that washing that when your washer broke down? Yeah. Yeah. What all your stuff from Jim? <laughs> Do you want us to? Uh, do you want us to wash it? And uh, what? Uh, what program should we put it on? It's all your gym stuff. Just don't come and talk about is it. Uh, to answer me a question. Is it white coloured or is it? Uh, is it delicate? Delicate. Is it delicate? Yeah. yeah. And what about them? Uh, what about them sports bras as well? <laughs> what do we do with them? Do we wash them or do we just wash it by hand? Just wash it yeah. by hand. And do we put them in tumbling dryer after or not? Or just do we put them online and let them both hang out? <laughs> just put them online. Yeah, well, and let them hang out online. Yeah, okay, love. Mummy, mummy. What's that noise? Uh, it's alright, I've got my kid in background. There's a, there's a child in background. It's, on, it's only I know, ain't it? Say so, hi, Uncle Bernie. No. Oh, he was. Oh. <laughs> Say hi, Uncle Bernie. No. You're not saying it. Okay. <laughs> right then. I'm just looking at Pete's face to edit this. Put my hand I need to ask you a question. What, about your washing? No, the question for this question. Oh, that one, yeah. Okay, look, go on. The Davis Cup is contested by people from which sport? Is it A, football, B, tennis, C, nudist leapfrog, or D, rugby league? Uh, oh, definitely, I know this one. It's uh, it's rugby league. Ah, rugby league, we're up and unders, definitely. No doubt about it. Uncle Bernie, is that your final answer? Final answer, yeah, rugby league. Howard sums up details on a separate page. <laughs> <laughs> You had four choices, Kellyanne. Shame on you. A was football. B was tennis. C was nudist leapfrog. And D was rugby league. You said rugby league. That was your final answer, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Kellyanne, shammy man, you have just lost... A million quid. The correct answer was tennis. You go home with nothing. Give her a round of applause. I'm coming back. Oh, well, do you know what? Yeah, this is the program. This is the program, ladies and gentlemen, where, where children are forcibly separated from their parents. In the middle of the show. Yeah, it's a, new, it's a new version of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. If you get them all wrong, they take your children from you. <laughs> Kicking and screaming. Well, I forgot uh, that I went at home. <laughs> uh, t- uh, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Bernie Clifton's uh, podcast. I'm here with Howard Middleton and uh, Kellyanne Sherman. And what I'm g- going to ask you now, uh, Howard, but this isn't uh, an item that we do, we try and do it every week. Yeah. It's about, like, triumphs. And tragedies. If you've got a triumph or a tragedy in your life, it can be, it can be life-changing, or it could be quite um, trivial. We do, we don't mind things that you remember in your life and career that you either plumb the depths 
or rode the wave. I can't. I can't remember anything terribly tragic, or you know. What I always think it's morning? a bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I always think it's. I mean, I'm, I, I, I try not to be too philosophical, but I think. Um, you know, you sort of look back on on past events, and I think it's a bit it's a bit sad, really, to think, oh, that was a real downer, and that was a real a real positive thing. I, t- I tell you what, I do think of I think of fantastic meals that I've had and dreadful meals that I've had. Yeah, yeah. I sort of I'd, I'd rather think about them than than. Can you sort remember of, your best your best ever? Best ever meal. Ooh. Do you know we we uh, had we've had some beautiful meals in in Barcelona, but that sounds a bit kind of posh, doesn't it? As if it's like, you know, oh yes, we've had lovely meals in Barcelona, and I don't want to come across as if I'm really. Oh, I don't think there's snobby. any danger of that. You don't think? No. I but lots of people go to Barcelona. It's just isn't it? A couple of hours on an airplane. So yeah. It's, yeah. And I suppose it's the the location would add to the enjoyment. Of oh, the yeah. Food. And also, I, I must admit, I love those meals where you get 10-course menu, where you you get lots of different things coming and you don't know what's coming next. Mm. I like that kind of thing. But like this programme. It yeah. is, really. <laughs> yeah. You've no idea yeah. what's going to happen next. So that yeah. so for you, it's a meal. Kalyan, what about what about you, uh, triumphing and tragedying? Um, I suppose I want... I think it was having... I think it was hard for me to have children in my forties, because um, I lost tragically. I lost uh, a right uh, tube when I was thirty-eight, thinking I'd never have children, and then I ended up with three. <laughs> wow! So uh, the uh, in surgery, they must have got a really good Dyson and cleaned me good and proper, because they gave me identical <laughs> twins and a little boy that you've met. <laughs> <laughs> but the other two were well-behaved. Yeah, really well-behaved. Um, apart from one of them, I think he's going to be a boxer, and she's only one, because she attacks the other one all the time. Oh, I'm like, but so, yeah, they're, they're So you've amazing. got three children, and their ages are? So they are one, the twins are one, and Noah is three on the 29th wow. of this month. Uh, a bit of a handful, then? Very much so, but people, when I go, when I take them in town or something, all the time people stop, oh, double the trouble. But it's not actually, it's double the joy, because I have so much fun, apart from night time, it's a different story, because they're still waking up, but I, I love having them. It's, it's hard, because I'm working full time as well, and my parents look after them two days a week, and they're in nursery, but that bit's difficult. What a blessing. But I love it, love it. And Howard, we mentioned uh, earlier on in your life, you know, the, the celebrity chefs, amongst them uh, Fanny Craddock and Nigella Lawson. <laughs> but, but apart from the chefs, did you have a sort of a crush on a celebrity or a star? A crush? Oh, no. I mean, how did... late did you get into cooking? Oh, well, I, I used to um, I used to bake and cook, actually, with my mum from, from about... How old would you say I was, Mum? About five or four or five, four or five yeah. So, uh, but it, it's my mum's one of these people who will show you how to do things and has got a certain amount of patience in sort of saying, you know, this is what you, you can add the flour and 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 so on. And then she used to say, "Oh, give it me here." Because she'd get a bit fed up with how long you were taking. <laughs> so, yeah, she's not the most patient complete. 
but, so, but nevertheless, uh, I let, love it to bits. But yeah. yeah. Well, well, let's let's find your mum in the audience and find out how she responds to that. <laughs> well, we're in the audience here at the showroom cinema, and we found Howard's mum. It's <laughs> just said that. Um, you like to patience sometimes. Was that uh, re there's a reason why? They're all lies. They're all, all lies. All <laughs> lies. <laughs> oh, why she got all dramatic? <laughs> well, were you surprised at such an early age that he t that he that he took up cooking? That he really enjoyed that was his forte. He did. He's always loved cooking, but it has to be perfect. It's better than I am or ever was. Yeah. Well, what about true. the moment when you realised that he was better than you? Were? <laughs> How did you take to that? Well, I mean, you know, when he, um, well, pastry for one thing, he, my or gravy was always a bit lumpy. So, <laughs> but pastry is far better than what I could ever make. Yeah, yeah, he is amazing. Yeah. And what about his volivants? Do you know I don't ever remember tasting one of his volivants. So. <laughs> um, I wouldn't be able to judge that. Everything else is. Exceedingly good. Howard's mum. Thank you, <laughs> Howard's mum. I love the I love the way that she lumped gravy and pastry together. But you know they are different, mum. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so Kelly, uh, what about your celebrity crush then? I mean, you're into. I know you're into fitness and oh. etc. What about... Uh... Well, it's a bit weird because I actually... I, I used to fancy Alexander O'Neill. I Who? was obsessed with Alexander O'Neill from... Uh, yeah, singer. He's a singer from a long time ago. But I met him. And sometimes you shouldn't really meet people that you fantasise over because it's not really a fantasy anymore. What, what kind of music is he f famous for? Uh, he sang uh, Criticise. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the other one is this is a bit strange but I've just recently watched Hustlers at the cinema and Jennifer Lopez looked amazing I thought hmm maybe I might leave my husband for her she's gorgeous <laughs> I don't know she just her body is amazing she's worked so hard to do that film so but yeah I'll still stick to it Alexandra O'Neill <laughs> Yeah, but he's a pastry lumpy, though. <laughs> that's she had plenty of lumps, yes. <laughs> well, that's it from our celebrity crushes, ladies and gentlemen. Thank yeah. you both. Thank you, Howard. <laughs> and it's time now for a party piece, I too, I believe. Have you thought, Howard, of a, a do you have a do you have a, a party trick when you go when you go out and about? Do you have a when I go out and about? Um, I, do, I, I must admit, I've tried not to drink as much recently. Um, well, that's not the impression I'm getting. <laughs> no, I know, I know. And uh, I, I do try to be a bit more sort of, um, well, just just sober, really. Um, but when I've, had a <laughs> when I've had a drink, I do tend to, to do a bit of singing, yeah. So that's oh. what I would normally do. Yeah, what, what, what in particular? I, I well I I sort of trap people in our living room. <laughs> yeah, we'll like pop, now, just to look at yeah, this audience. Yeah, exactly. And we'll put something on uh, a bit a bit of a uh, a musical, Hollywood musical. Yeah. And or something from a Broadway musical or whatever, and then just uh, have a drink 
and go for it. That's what I do. Is there a particular song from a particular it show? It depends. I, I, if I'm, if I, I might do something from Chicago. Yeah. Uh, oh, give do, us a song. Yeah. Do you want to? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Really. Yeah. But. I've not had a drink and I've not got any music. <laughs> oh. So it's what they what do they call it? A cappella. Yeah. Right, I'm gonna go for it. Yeah. I skinny of the chickies in my pen. I think I could go deeper than that, actually, yeah. don't you? Yeah. I skinny of the chickies in my pen. I'll tell you I'm the biggest mother hen. I love them all and all of them love me Because the system works, the system called reciprocity <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well done, Howard. I'm, and I'm glad you found the wrong, the right key. <laughs> yeah, finally. What about you, Kellyanne? Have you got? Do you have a part? What's your party piece? Um, mine is I can plait really fast. <laughs> I can plait hair really fast. So if anyone's got any long hair, I yeah. can plait really fast. Or I've got the booty shaker. Oh well, well it is a radio show. Yeah. So, so of the two talents, yeah. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what to ask for. I know. I think, we, what about, just give us a quick booty shake then, perhaps, yeah? This is Kellyanne doing a booty shake. If you're, there goes the, the furniture. So, oh. oh, hello. I'm going to show you the booty shake. No, what, are you going to join in? Bum bum dance. Should we do it now? No, it's bum bum dance. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Yes. Yes, I think you'll agree. That would dob any show. That would, and uh, apparently, and and did it in the same key as Howard sang, which yeah. is even better. Well, my uh, particular party piece this week is the um, I've drawn on the talents of uh, Gilbert and Sullivan, who uh, the older members of the audience will remember. But there was a song from the Pirates of Penzance. Uh, and he said, "I am the very model of a modern major general." Oh, yes. And what I thought I'd do, I'd adapt the uh, because they're both dead. <laughs> Nope, they're not going to know. I'd, I'd adapt the tune and put my own lyrics to the current situation. And it goes a bit like this. Now there's a politician and his name is Boris Johnson. They gave medals out for fibbing and you guess it right, he won some. He's making lots of enemies for fibbing's very sinister. But liking it or not, it seems we've got him as prime minister. Now sitting next to him at dinner and you might be wondering why. As you're contemplating starters, there's a hand upon your thigh. Now it's not what you're expecting and it's not appropriate. So keep him at arm's length before he tries to procreate. <laughs> Boris has a private life that's impossible to write. He was in his girlfriend's flat and then the neighbours heard them fight. Now he's settled down in Downing Street. We knew that he'd go far. But has he gone on spilling more red wine on the sofa? You'll see Boris on his bike with coattail flapping in the breeze, with his helmet on his head and trousers rolled up to his knees, weaving through the streets of London on his way to Parliament. We leave on the 31st is what he said, but not what he meant. <laughs> now the present situation, we all find it quite absorbing. Forgive me, but there aren't that many words that rhyme with Corbyn. <laughs> He's the man in charge of labour and he's also very tense. Is he staying, is he leaving or just sitting on the fence? 
Yes, this opposition leader at the center of debate. He's dividing our opinions. Is he someone you love or hate? If you're wanting out of Brexit, will he raise your hopes or end them? When he puts it to the people for a second referendum. No, oh, the Greater London Council's hanging Boris out to dry. Did he do a lady favours with a twinkle in his eye? Did he use his Lord Mayor's powers when we know he didn't alter? When the lady in the scandal could have easily been his daughter? <laughs> no, the female in the scandal, her name's Jennifer Acuri, and her links with Boris Johnson's causing lots of rage and fury. Was he giving her a leg up, then she'd surely be in clover. And perhaps then in return, he would be getting his comeuppance. <laughs> <laughs> so the clock is ticking faster. It will soon be Halloween. Something magical might happen. Are you picturing the scene? I'd love to go and eavesdrop when they have their final meeting. Will they get to make a deal or will they end up trick or treating? <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, you have it for uh, an, another Bernie Clifton <laughs> podcast. I'd like to thank my panel, <laughs> Kellyanne Sherman and Howard Middleton. Yeah. Uh, together, we couldn't have done it, ladies and gentlemen, without Sam Hutchinson and without Peter from Cornucopia Radio. Yeah. So from all of us here at the Showroom Cinema in Sheffield, this is Bernie Clifton saying bye for now. Yeah. joining us and listening to the Bernie Clifton podcast. If you enjoyed the show, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave a star rating or comment in whatever podcast application you're using. Your feedback will really help us make everything even better. The show was produced for Cornucopia Radio by Bernie Clifton and Sam Hutchinson. The sound engineer was Peter Beeston. You can get even more involved with the show by visiting our webpage, where you can access all the podcast subscription links and join the Bernie Clifton Podcast fan page on Facebook. You just need to point your internet to cornucopia-radio.co.uk slash Bernie Clifton.